just the fact that they believe that he's the yeah, best coach 100%, yeah. is unbelievably powerful. Then if the fact that he is as well, like that's the buy-in that sometimes coaches, if there's any bit of doubt, they don't get that. Subscribe to the Football Pod wherever you get your podcasts. OTB's Rugby Daily. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way we hear from John McKee, Dorothy Wall and Aoife Doyle on the way forward for Ireland after last week's humbling women's Six Nations defeat in Cardiff. Has the Ireland women's sevens coach quit in the midst of Olympic qualification? Connacht's former captain is returning home. The two-pool format of the Heineken Champions Cup is soon to be a thing of the past. Munster have named their travelling party to Durban. And Leicester are signing an England international winger. Busy day. But first, senior coach John McKee says the Ireland players and staff held a blunt review into the women's Six Nations defeat to Wales. Ireland were overpowered in a 31-5 loss in Cardiff last weekend. Ahead of this Saturday's visit of tournament favourites France to Musgrave Park, McKee says difficult conversations have taken place behind the scenes. Oh, look, there was um, yeah some pretty um, blunt review meetings went on, and, and really looking at you know some of the technical areas of the game where we really felt we we let ourselves down. Um, disappointing thing, you know, from a coaching perspective is that we got beaten in some areas which we've done well before and we got away from you know our process and, and the way we do things and went you know to individual and couldn't counter the, the strength of the Welsh team but you know the the the, the session yesterday round review were really good and you know training today has been um, really good this morning with our units with um, a lot of physical work done particularly for the forwards so yeah we, we're really looking forward to the contest this week. Flanker Dorothy Wall says last week's second half display against Wales proves that improvements can be made quickly. I think it was a testament to our ability to problem solve, to um, look at what had happened, how we fix it. Like Saeed McGrath, I know there was a lot of talk about her being 18 and however many kg, but she fixed that problem. She fixed that problem in the first half and she really stood up to it. And, you know, it was a big challenge for her, but I really thought she showed up when she had to. And then second half, you bring Christy Henny on, who's like an experienced scrummager, she locked it down so I have nothing but good things to say about our front row in terms of how they reacted to what happened and in terms of how Christy, Linda, Nevo Dowd added huge impact. Neve Jones was there to steady the ship the whole time, how they spoke to each other, how they problem solved and how we we won like some of the scrum bits then in the end so um, it was positive in that sense because obviously we weren't happy with how it went at the start but in terms of how we turned it around, it was positive. And Wall says training this week has been exceptionally tough given the scale of the task they face this Saturday. Yeah, we actually had a very positive session this morning. We um, worked on our detail around the scrum and went at each other a good bit, like there were some tired bodies, but we really got into it this morning. Uh, another thing would be our mall defence. So um, we were focusing on those two aspects massively this morning uh, and we'll be fairly tearing into each other this week. So... Uh, Kind of aggression, contacts, some stuff around set piece that we're all trying to nail down this week. Staying with the women's game but turning our attentions to the sevens format, the IRFU today confirmed that Aidan McNulty has stepped down as Ireland women's sevens head coach. This announcement came hours after McNulty himself announced on LinkedIn that he'd taken up the role 
of Provincial Talent Coach at Munster. McNulty's departure comes in the midst of Ireland's qualification process for next year's Olympic Games and he will be replaced by Alan Temple-Jones ahead of this weekend's tournament in Hong Kong. John Muldoon is returning to Connacht. The province's former captain is assuming responsibility for the line-out and maul from next season. In tandem with Colm Tucker, who will tend to the breakdown and scrum, they'll replace Deval Senecal, who is leaving for Oyana in the summer. Muldoon has spent the past five seasons working under his former Connacht coach, Pat Lamb, at Bristol Bears, first as defence coach, then as forwards coach. With his help, Bristol won the Challenge Cup in 2020 and finished top of the Premiership a year later. Muldoon says he's excited to build on the work done by Senecal and co in recent seasons, while head coach Pete Wilkins is delighted to bring Muldoon back to the sports ground. I am. I, I'm, I'm thrilled he's coming on board. And, um, you know, I, I've maintained contact with Mull since um, since I coached him. You know, his final season, my first season here in Connacht, we, we've remained in touch. We kept talking rugby and, and we've been able to catch up, um, you know, over the years, um, you know, when he's been back visiting. So, you know, the link's always been there. You know, I respect him enormously in terms of what he's contributed to Connacht previously as a player. But, but most importantly, through this process, I've seen that he's an excellent coach and um, he already is an excellent coach with with a lot of potential to continue to develop. So now brilliant to have him on board for, for all of the, the reasons above. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll look forward to having him when the time comes. Meanwhile, Wilkins has confirmed that Connacht will be without Jack Carty for Saturday's Challenge Cup trip to Benetton. The out-half is still recovering from a hamstring injury. Dennis Buckley is also out, but there could be a first European start of the season for Bundy Aki. Yeah, Jack won't be available, unfortunately. No, Jack's still a bit of a week-to-week. He's had this hamstring that's lingered since that. Um, it was actually since the Zebra week, although he played leading into the Dragons week. So he won't be available this week. Um, it's not a major injury, but but we're not going to roll him out there till he's right. And and you know we want to um, want to try and look after him as much as possible, rather than starting a week and then having to pull out halfway through. So he'll certainly be rehabbing this week. Um, it's probably one week too soon for Dennis as well. He won't be available. Um, but we've got Tian and Backfit. We've obviously got Mac and Bundy coming back into contention as well, um, as, as well as a couple of others around the group. So, uh, yeah, disappointing not to have Dennis and Jack, but but we also feel sort of boosted, I suppose, by the guys that are coming back into contention. Munster welcome back their Grand Slam winning players for Saturday's Heineken Champions Cup last 16 trip to the Cell Sea Sharks. Peter O'Mahony and Connor Murray are included in a 28-man squad that will travel to Durban. Also included are Niall Scannell and Antoine Frisch, who've shaken off respective shoulders and leg injuries. Meanwhile, Munster head coach Graham Rentree was asked today about the likelihood of a first post-comeback start for Orgy Snyman. Oh, he's, he's, get, he's getting better. He's certainly... Um, the, the way our game's changed since he last played for us, he's had to get up to speed, obviously coming back from an injury. And he's a huge man. Um, that engine needs a bit of fine-tuning. Um, but he, he's getting there. He's getting there. Certainly from what I'm seeing in our training data and what I'm seeing t- with my eyes, he's, he's certainly getting fitter and fitter. Um, no, he's 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 able to give us a, a bit of a, an insight into their psyche. Now, the big news, and I'm guessing positive news for a lot of you relating to the Heineken Champions Cup, the EPCR's chairman, Dominic McKay, has told the Times that they will evolve the format of the pool stage away from the current two pools of 12. Since COVID came to the party, teams have only played four pool matches and faced just two opponents before deciding the qualifiers for the knockout stages. McKay says the exact nature of a revised pool format is still being finessed at the moment. He added that they want to improve what he calls the readability of the tournament, saying, can you explain it in a couple of sentences? That's what we're interested in doing, while also making sure that we have a structure that creates real sporting jeopardy for as many games as we possibly can. McKay admits to having concerns over dead rubbers in final round matches 
should they revert to pools of four, but says player welfare will be central to any changes. The EPCR chair also says a Club World Cup remains a very important project. They say they still have to formulate the right structure and format for such a competition, and discussions are ongoing with Southern Hemisphere stakeholders. Finally, it's been a busy day at Leicester. The Tigers have confirmed that Ollie Hassel Collins will join from London Irish at the end of this season. The 24-year-old winger was handed his England debut by Steve Borthwick in their opening Six Nations fixture with Scotland. Hassel Collins has amassed 43 tries in his 101 appearances for the Exiles so far, but says it was hard to say no to what he's described as the biggest club in England. His signing could pave the way for Anthony Watson to move to France. As reported here on Rugby Daily last week, the England winger is a target for Jeremy Davidson's cast and was reportedly in the Occitanie City in recent days. Interim Leicester coach Richard Wigglesworth today couldn't offer any insight into Watson's contract status, but Mike Brown is sticking around at Welford Road. The former England fullback only joined Leicester on a short-term deal in January, scoring a try against Saracens on his debut a month later. That's it for Rugby Daily today. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all of the latest rugby podcasts. And first, my name is Richie McCormack, and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow.